0: right um so just now I was getting ready to record and Hunter's gonna take a bath and we're both so tired and we just ate and stuff so I was like okay go ahead enjoy your bath but don't drown in there because I'm gonna be busy for a while so I won't find you immediately why would you tell him that because <sighs> it was a funny joke I have a dark sense of humor I guess yeah but, but you, you and I always joke around about you're, we're talking about how if I had a heart attack and you're having to call 911 from over there and vice versa. Yeah, but you jinx people, Abby. <gasps> Don't. Now you're uh, scaring me. <laughs> Maybe the dogs will send out a warning howl if they sense something's wrong. I'm so sure. They always do that anyway for no reason. Okay. Anyways, uh, fuck it. Cut all that out then. That sounds horrible. I was wishing death upon my husband. What just happened? Well, I just told him not to drown because I wouldn't find him because I'd be busy. uh, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, here we go. So I'm going to change it up a bit and uh, try to do something uplifting, but it, it does get kind of graphic and explicit. So this is just a warning if you are... I don't know if we want to do trigger warnings but this this one mentions rape. So, just a warning. Okay. Wait. But sh- it is a survivor story. It is a survivor story, so that's the uplifting part of this episode. So, don't lose hope whenever you hear the beginning of this. Are you really going to tell them already? Yeah, unless you want unless you got something to say.
1: Yeah. Uh, Speak. We need to explain what happened to the party episode.
0: Oh, I was gonna just act like it didn't happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They deserve guys.
0: It guys, it was really embarrassing. So it was. I don't know what to say. Yeah, we
1: couldn't do it. All the editing in the world just couldn't fix that hot mess.
0: Express. I mean, I enjoyed listening to it, but when I realized y'all would have to listen to it, I just had a panic attack, and then uh, here we are, and I'm recording a new episode with Daniela that's going to go out tomorrow. Right now, it is Thursday evening. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's what happened to that, and that's in the past, and the past is where you leave your behind in the past, like Pumbaa says. What does he say? (laughs) It's, It's time to leave your behind in the past. Is that what he says? Yeah. And then Timon's like, no, Pumbaa, you got to put your past behind you. Oh, yeah. You're right. Tell us about rape
1: and survival.
0: Oh, that was a strong R. Okay, here we go. For this story, I used an article from the 1993 issue of The Times and the title I will give at the end of the episode. In case anyone wants to look up any information It's a pretty short article But it mentions The, the title mentions the whole story So I'm just going to save it for the end I used murderpedia.org And upi.com And I had first seen this uh, Story From the point of view of the survivor On I survived Her name is Agnes And I searched everywhere uh, Oh no <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> her name is Agnes and I searched everywhere for her last name and I could not find it and then it occurred to me that maybe she might prefer to be anonymous uh, and not be just known for her for this um, horribly brutal attack that she endures um, so I'm gonna go ahead and get this out of the way now also and rant for a second that I was pretty disappointed. I used the websites that I mentioned and I'm crediting them for some of the details on the killer. Um, But I'm going to credit them for refusing to discuss what happened to Agnes. And I believe that it's because she is a black woman and it was the nineties. Well, this actually happens in 1985. So I just feel like the articles should have been updated to give more information because um, even though there is another victim in this case, She is also a victim, whether she survived or not, and they did not share her story. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give I Survived all the credit because they gave her the platform that she deserves to tell her story, both as a victim and as a survivor of and witness to this brutal attack. Okay, so at this time, it is 1985, like I mentioned, and Agnes is 25. Some... Okay, so I Survived claimed that she was 25 at the time that this happened and the articles and websites say that she was 23. So that part I'm iffy on, but other than that, everything else is the same. Agnes is either 23 or 25 years old at the time of this event. She is working overnight at a local convenience store called Get It and Go in Winnie, Texas. She is used to not having very many customers but around midnight, a man comes in and stares at her, and she asks if she can help him. He said yes and reached behind him. He points a gun at her and tells her to give him the money. Are you laughing at me? No, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I was like, oh my god." Maybe you can hear my breathing and my sweating. I, I can sweat under your sound. breathing.
1: You're panicking.
0: I? I can hear. Is well, I can panicked? tell.
1: Well, okay. I can just tell that you're panicked. So. <laughs>
0: It's my, You know what? It's the coffee.
1: Oh, okay, there it is. It's always <laughs> the coffee. My heart's beating like a rabbit. Yeah, yeah it's I always it. the coffee. It always gets you good.
0: Ugh, it's like, I don't want you to make me feel like I'm hyperventilating every second, but I need to stay awake enough to freaking tell this in a steady pace. <laughs> okay. Gun still aimed at her. He tells her to come with him and she gets in his car. After they drive a little ways away and he has no idea that her uncle lives nearby. Although it seems like that may be comforting, she is terrified to the point that she is unexplainably calm. After driving about five miles, he parks along a stretch of road by a field. He hands her the keys, telling her to open the trunk. When she opens the trunk, there is a woman in there. Dang it, why did I say in there? Okay, yeah, I know, Uh this is intense. After driving about five miles, he parks along a stretch of road by a field. He hands her the keys, telling her to open the trunk. There is a woman in the trunk, and she is bleeding. She is crying out in pain, and Agnes sees that she has been shot in the foot. The woman in the trunk is named Barbara Mayfield, and she is 47 years old. The man tells Agnes to drive, however she cannot drive a standard, so he forces Mayfield to drive with a shot foot wrapped in a formerly white sheet that is now soaked in blood. Every time she uses... Yeah, I know. Every time she uses the gas or the clutch, she screams out in pain. Agnes is in the passenger seat with the gunman sitting behind them. They make it about a quarter of a mile, and she is told to park the car on a side road. He tells them to get in the back seat, and he moves to the front. He then says that he would like to watch them be intimate with each other because he has never seen a black girl and a white girl together. What? They comply. Yes, and... um. This whole part um, that's from Agnes's point of view is said and described by Agnes herself on the show. And uh, it's just so disturbing and, and sad. Um, so they comply as he watches. He has more than one gun in the car. Mayfield whispers to Agnes that she is very sorry. And Agnes reassures her and tells her to just do what he says. He switches places with Mayfield and proceeds to rape Agnes, placing the gun against her skin the entire time. The whole ordeal lasted three hours for the women, and when it's over, Agnes asks if he is going to let her go. He says nothing, but then orders them to get out of the car. As Agnes is bending down to put her shoes on, she sees them struggling behind the vehicle. He shoots Mayfield at least twice in the head as she pleads for her life. Agnes describes that the next thing she sees is blue flames. She had lifted her hands to the sides of her head and bullets shot through her fingers and the back of her ear. She had been shot in the head three times. What? She is. Con- yes, dude. He shot her three times right in the head. I don't know how far away, but if he's still standing behind the car and she's next to the door of the car, I'm assuming that's. That's pretty close range like really close range yeah and that she remembers everything still even after that mm-hmm. is insane i I agree oh my goodness like I don't know I don't it doesn't mention specifics about if he hit her brain anywhere or anything but um it shot through right through her head at least three times um so she is conscious but she pretends to be dead as he stands over her and kicks her. Eyes still shut, she hears him drive away. She tries to open her eyes, and as she does, she realizes she can't see. She begins crawling towards her uncle's home a mile away. She hears coyotes and fears that they will be drawn to the blood. She keeps one hand on the road and one in the grass to know where she is going. She passes out due to blood loss. The newspaper delivery guy came to her store around 1 a.m. when he found the store empty he called the police and her family wanted them to start a search, but the police said that they would wait until daylight. They started looking for her anyway. The next thing Agnes remembers is hearing her brother calling her name. It's about 6 a.m. when he finds her and she tells him that she's been shot in the head and that she cannot see. In a panic, he rushes her to the hospital and the police ask Agnes what the shooter looked like and she describes him and tells them that there is someone else on the road. When they returned from Mayfield, she had been dead for hours. The road where they had been shot and left for dead was called Russell's Landing Road in Jefferson County. She had gone into surgery and did not regain her sight right away, and she describes that when she caught glimpses of a nun that she was speaking with, that it was the greatest thing that she'd ever experienced. Sadly, her eyesight is mostly tunnel vision and it sometimes comes and goes. Johnny James was the shooter. 32 at the time, he had worked as a bartender at a nightclub called BJ's Lounge, 50 miles south of Houston, Texas. The club was owned by Barbara Mayfield, who was 47 at the time, as mentioned before, and on October 22nd of 1985, he abducted his former employer after she had sold him her car and they had a disagreement. It is unclear when exactly she was shot in the foot and forced into the trunk, but apparently he had her drive him around three southeast Texas counties before they arrived at Agnes's store. He was convicted of murder and executed on September 4, 1993 by lethal injection, with his lawyer Mandy Welch stating that his actions were completely out of character and that he suffered from chronic alcoholism. The U.S. Supreme Court in Washington had rejected his 11-hour request for a stay of execution. At the same time, the high court, without comment, also declined to hear an appeal filed by James who had been on the Texas death row in Huntsville since July 1986. This was his first violent offense, and he was profoundly remorseful for his crime. Agnes states that she survived because of her family and her strong will to live. I'm just extremely disappointed in the focus on only Barbara Mayfield, when clearly he had two victims, and yeah. it's, it's extremely sad that she didn't make it but the lack of information on the woman responsible for identifying her murderer is just disgraceful, honestly.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: <clears throat> the incredible survival story of Agnes, as well as the horrible murder of Barbara Mayfield. That was that.
1: Wow. So the title, I've never heard of that before.
0: Really? I. It seems like, because Winnie, I've never even heard of Winnie, Texas, have you? Yes, it sounds familiar um so it was a small event but that just seems really huge I mean he was executed so that should have made the news and I had never heard of it until I watched um I survived and it was on like season three episode four
1: I've watched that show but I can't even remember any of the episodes that I watched (laughs)
0: We should rewatch because it's super intense. It's it's played out like a a horror movie almost like whenever there's ghost shows and stuff, because it's like real life horror. If you really think about it, like they are surviving the most terrifying ordeals that you can even think of. And they were just having a normal day, like five Mm -hmm. seconds ago. Yeah. Um, The article I used was called Texas executes man who killed woman after abducting her. And you can tell even just by the title that they don't, they mention Agnes maybe one sentence out of the whole article. Yeah. Even though she's the one that was able to describe him and get him caught by the police. And tell the story of what the fuck happened. Exactly. Exactly. And how she even mentions that Barbara apologized to her. You know, like as if it was her fault or something that right. they ended up there and all that happened to her. So she, it just shows us she has a really good heart. Yeah. So that was the survival story of Agnes. And I really wish I could find her last name. Um, if, any, if any of our listeners know what episode I'm talking about, it's I Survived Season 3, Episode 4. If you recognize seeing that case, if you could just comment what her last name is, I'd, I'd, I appreciate that. But um, yeah, I couldn't find it. I don't know. Hmm. But I somehow know Barbara Mayfield's name, and I'm not being hateful about it. It's just, it just doesn't seem fair. <clears throat> so, what'd you think?
1: That that was really fucked up. You know how many times I've heard stories that start that way, like somebody works at a Overnight? store or something, yeah, and yeah. shit like that happens to them. Like that is nuts.
0: Yeah, it's it seems like such a high risk thing. Like you're there yeah. by yourself. Um, some convenience stores have guns behind the counter. Some some don't even have surveillance the way that other stores do. So it's it's a risk whenever you work overnight. And hell yeah, she was, yeah, she was there alone, and she said that um, usually there were like five customers between midnight and six a.m., but that day. He was one of the five, and it was a freaking horrible ordeal.
1: That is fucking crazy.
0: Oh, oh. In other... um, I'm not discrediting anyone for their ways, because, I mean, who's to say that if they tried something... First of all, Mayfield couldn't run. She had the opportunity to run whenever they switched seats several times, and she couldn't run because of her foot, but Agnes just didn't want anybody getting shot, so they just... Were sub, you know, subdued, and they did what he said. Other times, people are people like take risks and do crazy shit to get out of the situation that they're in, Mm -hmm. and it just happens to work out. But you never know, like yeah. And if he was drunk,
1: like oh yeah, that's even worse. Like you don't want to, you don't know what the fuck they're gonna do.
0: Yeah, so they complied, and she just survived the whole thing, like not he didn't hit like a, a important part of her brain where she just either went paralyzed or even lost her life so that was just lucky
1: I mean she lost part of her vision but that's she lost her vision yeah. that's true but so, it's better than her being dead and
0: and i mean yeah what if the guy got away yeah too that's always that yep. always sucks
1: could have been unsolved or something
0: mhm and they would oh, imagine coming up on that scene, like you're walking down the road and then you just see these two women Mm-mm. on the road and you're like, oh, my God. And the fact that her brother, it's her brother who found her because the police wanted to wait until morning to start searching. But yeah. he just went ahead and started looking and yelling her name. And she woke up because she had been unconscious. So it's just wow, just the the sequence of events there really shook me so i had to i had to cover this one yeah um, it's fine it's short by the way because we did all we did this all week we deserve it
1: yes and no and one, one listened no. <laughs> we did have we did have a good a good amount of people but and when i say good amount i mean we had like the most 15 <laughs> but um I mean, hey, that that's better.
0: Out,
1: out. Oh, yes. Okay, so. <laughs> like
0: You're just taking us down. This, this is
1: really exciting. This is like really exciting. You don't understand how excited we were whenever we saw this, but we have a
0: listener from Canada. That is that. Yeah, I was so happy to see that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, there is like a fucking police chase outside my window right now i I just heard that i knew i heard something cover that one for your episode
1: yeah yeah i'm sure it's just a (laughs) crackhead
0: again with the crackheads i'm
1: telling you dude san angelo's just full of fucking crackheads god damn it but yeah we have one listener from canada and it is really exciting and we greatly appreciate that Somebody else, other than just our friends, are listening, <laughs> <laughs> and even then, it's a very thanks small. just our friends. It's just a small group of our friends, and we love y'all because y'all are the reason
0: why we're still doing this. Yeah. Um, sorry about the party episode, guys, it was way too cringy. So, you should actually thank us for not sharing it, however, it will be in the archives. Should we ever decide to share any clips from it? Definitely not the whole thing because it's a rambling mess. Mm-hmm. But uh, we will consider doing party episodes in the future over non creepy topics or just catching up. Um, some of you guys just like some of our funny moments. So that's mostly what that will comprise of. Perfect. Other than that, we just ended our quarantine series, and it's back to regularly scheduled weekly posts and weekly episodes, not daily. We enjoyed doing it, though. That was a lot of fun. hmm We hope y'all enjoyed it, too. And whoever hasn't heard the episodes, they have some to binge, so... Yes. Oh, this heartburn. Okay.
1: Um... Go rate and review us on Apple Podcast or any other place that you can do that at. Follow us yes, on Instagram.
0: Check out, yes, check out the Instagram, check out the Twitter, uh, reach out to us, whatever you guys want to do. We are here for it, like you guys are here for us, and we appreciate it. So stay safe out there, wash your hands, and stay healthy.
1: Stay healthy, my friends.